When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Goodison Park. Hello, I'm your host, Paul Wheelock, and welcome to the Royal Blue Postgame Podcast to look back on Everton's 2-1 victory at Leicester City. Evertonians were down in the dumps on Tuesday night after watching their side exit the League Cup in disappointing fashion. But spirits have most definitely been lifted after what they witnessed this afternoon. A quite magnificent goal from Gilfie Sigurdsson secured the Blues a first away win of the season and a second straight victory in the Premier League. And to reflect on the King Power success, you will get the thoughts of our Everton FC reporter Adam Jones and our sports editor David Prentice. You will then hear my short but sweet conversation with Everton fan Mark Crotty, who was speaking on a very happy and noisy bus back from Leicester. And this podcast rounds off with Marco Silva's top table press conference. Thanks for joining us, and we'll be back on Monday with the Royal Blue Podcast. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. So Everton have come away from the King Power Stadium with their first away win of the season. Goodness me, doesn't that feel amazing to say? And on the balance of play, I think even a Leicester fan would look at that performance and say, yeah, that Everton really did deserve to win. I think first half especially, Everton really dominated proceedings. Uh, Bernard especially was absolutely fantastic. He was just on another level to everyone else on the pitch. And I was saying in midweek, maybe... Bernard just needed those players making a little bit better runs in front of him, a bit of extra quality in front of him, and he might have really opened up that Southampton defence. And I think we saw the results of that today. You've got Richarlison playing up front, and he just had such a good connection with him. Gilfie Sigurdsson was obviously linking up so so well with him, and it was something that Leicester really couldn't handle for the most part, especially in that first half. And I think, yet again, Everton we've made to rue those missed chances a little bit Leicester obviously scored a counter-attack you know Marco Silva said after the game that he was really disappointed with the way Everton conceded their goal and you've got to agree really you know on, a, on an attacking corner kick you really can't be expected to concede but they, that Pereira for them played very well I thought throughout the match he was probably their best player he sold John Joe Kenny a little bit with a, a fake shot and it ended up in the back of the net but it took a lot of character to come out into the second half and really put in a strong performance again and you know yes probably were helped by the sending off a little bit but if if you could ever earn a sending off I think Richarlison's done that a little bit like he, he really frustrated Wes Morgan throughout the match he was harassing him really putting in a physical battle with him and you know, Morgan just snapped in the end. Like he got booked in the first half and he can have really no complaints about that. He could have got a second book and just before he actually did, uh, he was warned by the referee, didn't heed that warning. Uh, Claude Puel didn't heed that warning, didn't take him off, even though he had Johnny Evans on the bench, which I thought was a bit of a strange decision. But, you know, after after the sending off, it was just all Everton. They changed the style of play a bit, started to dominate possession a little bit more. And... You know, then Gilfie Sigurdsson just produces 
one of the best goals I've ever seen live. To be honest, that like the little Cruyff turn was good enough in itself. He sent James Madison back to Norwich with that, and then an absolutely incredible finish, placing that directly into the top corner. Put two keepers in goal, and they're probably not saving that. So, all in all, that's such a morale boosting win after what was such a disappointing result in midweek. This to get back-to-back Premier League wins just before the international break, that is absolutely massive for Marco Silva and Everton and let's hope after Crystal Palace uh, after the international break that they'll really be able to kick on The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo Sometimes it's an absolute pleasure to report on an Everton away game and uh, today was one of those occasions uh, an away win achieved with style with ambition and an absolutely stunning winning goal from Gilfie Sigurdsson if you haven't seen it yet, set your recorders for a match of the day tonight. It was absolutely breathtaking. But, you know, lots of other things to admire in a really impressive Everton away performance. Uh, Bernard, given a full Premier League debut, and uh, oh, there's a, a love affair in the making there with Evertonians. Uh, absolutely gorgeous bit of skill to create the opening goal for Richarlison. And then uh, still some things to work on, as Marco Silva said afterwards. Uh, Everton conceded an equaliser uh, five minutes before half-time from a corner of their own. Uh, where they went close, one of many, many corners they forced today. Uh, but they showed character and resilience. Um, Wes Morgan was stupidly sent off for a second foul on Richarlison, and Everson took ruthless advantage. Uh, once again, you know, Sigerson, the goal, uh, the, you know, earned the win, something special. But plenty of, plenty of good things to, uh, to admire in the performance today. Uh, there's been a few ups and downs already this season, but I think there are clear signs today. Uh, of what Marco Silva is trying to achieve at Everton. He was quite downbeat afterwards, he didn't you know, get too carried away, uh, but I think privately he'll be very, very satisfied with what you're seeing this afternoon. Uh, an important win for Everton and an impressive win. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Yeah, hi Mark, you're you joining me on the coach on the way back from the King Power. What was your verdict on a, a second state Premier League win for the Blues? Yeah, this is a really, really good performance in terms of um, going forward. I don't think I've seen us play like that for a while in terms of quality going forward. And so, really good sign to the future. Um, tight second half and until until the um, until the sending off, it was a tight game. But what a, what absolute brilliant goal to, to win us the game. Um, I'm just really pleased with the moments in the games maybe where with, with the intent and, and, and the quality going forward. We haven't seen that for a long time, so... Uh, good times, good times, yeah. Yeah, like me, I've not seen the goal. There'll be people like me, I should say, who've not seen the goal. Is it well worth staying up on match of the day to watch? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, Absolutely. And, Sorry, was he... everyone's singing. <laughs> yeah, no problem at all, mate. Sigerson, it sounds like he played well. Who, who else did impress you today? Um, Charleston done well, really well up front. He bullied Wes Morgan, I thought, and got him, got him, got him set Um... Obviously, Bernard was just outstanding. What a, what a little gem he is. Um, uh, I thought Lucas Dean was absolutely superb again. I thought, what about what about he's been? And uh, yeah, just one or two other performances. And, uh, and as I say, when you've got a player like that who can do that to win in a game, you just want to see it more in, in a way, don't you? Um, I'm not asking him to bang it in from 30 yards every game because obviously that's impossible, but he's got that in his locker and I just want him to be that devastating in, in, in the last third. Um, 
Before we press record on this conversation, you said Everton have found the front four. Is that what you believe now? Is this the four attacking plays they should play every week? Fitness dependent. Yeah, without a doubt, they are four. They are four best forward players in my opinion: Richarlison, Dickinson, Bernard, and Walcott. And they've got the ability to swap and change and interlink, and so it doesn't have to always be rigid. You know, position-wise, they can they can move, but they've got the, they're so clever and there's a lot of pace, and so. You know, especially if we get a, a, a playmaker in the field next to guy. I'm not saying I thought Davis done all right today, by the way, but I think we definitely need that sort of ball player in the field who to play. Like, if we get that, I think it's really, really good sign moving forward. What was it like defensively today? Obviously, it was a cracking to get the, the first clean sheet of the season against Fulham. Yeah. Was it was it yeah. a, again pretty good? Yeah, um, team was really good. Both teams were really good today. Um, covered covered the net things a lot. Um, Afternoon. It was fantastic that moment to to Gilfi and his quality in that moment. He shows how, how he's good in that uh, in that type of moment. Like receive the ball and after like he he shoot that ball is is fantastic. And but uh, we finished the the game with or the, the score with that goal. But uh, to to be honest, I think we deserve the three points this afternoon. The change was in the final third, played Richarlison essentially to give Bernard the opportunity to come in. Must have been delighted with the way it worked. Yes, it's something you, we are prepared to preparing during the, the sessions to do. Uh, of course, we we have to do the the minutes to to Bernard coming better in his physical condition, uh, putting in a better fit to to play in this level, to play in this, with this intensity as well. He's getting better every time. Uh, this afternoon we changed. We put on put him on the left, can give us different things, different last decision as well. Uh, like he crossed to the first goal, like he, he had some moments to to give the, the chance to to Theo score as well. And of course with Richardson up front, he can give us different things than the, the Schenk and Dominic and Yas. Of course his decision, I, I had that, uh, I made that decision um, within our strategy to the, to the match. And this level, you cannot do uh, one offensive corner for us. We cannot give this this chance for our opponent to to score in that moment because we are in control the the, the match. Um, but we create chance. We came here. We showed since the first minute how much we want to win uh, the match. 
Um, and these three points uh, is clear for our players and for our fans. They they were fantastic this afternoon. Leicester were in good form before this match, but it seemed like the defence managed to nullify their attacking threats throughout. The yes, we did well. I think in general we did well. You know, when you play against one team like Leicester, you are talking about one team with high high quality. Uh, if you look for all the positions, they have quality, individual quality as well. And when we play here, um, it's always tough to play here. Uh, when you try to control the match, like you control in some moments, the first half, you know, you know, in each moment you can lose the ball. They can kill you with one player like Vardy. They are really strong in that moment. Our backline was where focus every time, good balance the hour, the hour to midfielders in in many many times the, the game as well, and you press well. I think the first life, uh, first half, like we. Created problems to them in their build up, like you press in some moments. I shows show for me and show to to you as well how we want to come here to to, to create problems to them. I cannot talk to you about last season because I'm not here and he's not. Not fair to, to talk. I know his quality. Of course, he's playing in a different role. The our style is completely different uh, than the, the style last season. Fits really different in his profile as player. If you if you have one player like Ilfi and all these are playing uh, direct balls and prepare the second ball, direct ball and prepare the second ball. Of course, it's not for for Ilfi, it's not for Richardson. But if you can create and build one style of play, can fit well in, in the players like him. Of course, we'll help him. Uh, but um, what Gilf is doing because is because he's working really hard. He's one player. Every day, he prepare himself to to play in this level with his intensity. It's not just what uh, he's giving us with the ball. What can give us and help the team without the ball as well. You've been listening to the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.